one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a new source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to the Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the Chaser Report. I'm Charles Firth, and with me today are Dom Knight and Nina Oyama. Hello. Hey. Uh, and what a great week! Victoria has finally turned the corner. Uh, great news! Less than 150 cases a day consistently in Victoria. They Isn't that great? Seem news? to have flattened the curve. And Daniel Andrews. And even better than that, the Masked Singer got shut down. So things are really looking up. Finally. (laughs) But look, I guess the Republican National Convention has been what we've all been watching this week. It's been quite extraordinary. You know, last week the Democrats did their very earnest, all pre-recorded, all socially distanced conference full of hope and progress and American values and boring Uh, stuff. Oh, God, I hate hope. The Republicans went dark. Like, this was the (laughs) dark night version uh, of a convention. Like, one of the people on the bill, they Mm. invited a couple called the McCloskeys who became famous when they pointed firearms at Black Lives Matter's protesters. (laughs) (laughs) A protest outside, the guys who pointed guns at the peaceful protest, they were the ones on the bill. It's like, these are our people. We've got to get them on the bill. (laughs) There are some limits. Um, For instance, the QAnon supporter who tweeted blatantly anti-Semitic things, Mm. she got dumped from the bill like with a couple of hours to spare. So there are limits, who knew? Um, But really what we saw at the RNC to a quite extraordinary degree was Trump's. There were all of the Trumps, and they started with Donald. I mean, Donald's decided to put himself... He's the main one, to He's the main Trump, but he's put himself on the bill every single day of the RNC, which no one's ever done before. (laughs) He reminds me of an old, like, comedy club promoter that used to, you know, headline every gig just for his own ego, Mm. like, similar energy. Well, definitely. And in fact, his ego was very much on display. Uh, his first words were actually a gag, Nina. Uh, just an innocent little gag about being dictator for life. More, more years! More, more years! Now, if you want to really drive him crazy, you say 12 more years. Twelve more years! Twelve more years! Yeah, there they go, shouting 12 oh. more years. Oh, man, if Trump is in power for the next foreseeable future. Like, there won't be 12 more years to be in charge of. The <laughs> <This is the laughs> world's just going to explode. Absolutely right. But th- there were so many Trumps, Nina. I mean, Donald, of course, Donald Jr., Ivanka, Melania, even Eric got on the bill. <laughs> and, and, and Tiffany, the forgotten Trump, the Trump he never talks about, was on the bill. Did Zeppo Trump make an appearance? <laughs> I mean, frankly, I was surprised that his late brother who died last week wasn't on the bill. Um, <laughs> the one Trump who wasn't there was... He was there in spirit. He was there in spirit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Trump didn't Mary get a Trump gig. Yeah, the a- niece wasn't on the yeah, bill. Um, yeah. Just talk about that book of hers. Uh, but look, a lot of people say that all of Donald's children's are dead shits. Now they are, mm. but Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, skills actually really surprised me. And I thought all he was good at was just going and killing endangered animals. Mm. But I reckon he is the man. If you've got a crappy late night infomercial, listen to this guy. Imagine the life you want to have 
one with a great job, a beautiful home, a perfect family. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. <laughs> and what, what's the solution? Like, how do you get that? See, after four years of his dad in, in power, what you need mm. to do is imagine a different world. <laughs> That's what he was selling. <laughs> to be fair, it does come with a free set of steak knives. It does. <laughs> um, I mean, so. he, he really tried to, to have a message of being inclusive and just everyone can be part of the dream while also being incredibly negative. That did create a couple of logic problems. Unlike Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats, our party is open to everyone. It starts by rejecting radicals who want to drag us into the what? dark. <laughs> not, not everyone. Not quite everyone. Nearly everyone. <laughs> I love it. We're open to everyone who immediately rejects it. But the thing uh. was, it was an incredible fantasy of an alternative America. You know how in all those movies, uh, all the trailers start with, in a world. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have a listen to this. Imagine a world where the evils of communism and radical Islamic terrorism are not given a chance to spread, where heroes are celebrated and the good guys win. You can have it. But wait a minute. Trump's already in power. Like, surely this is the, the future that should already be here. Yeah, you tell us it's a reboot. It's a reboot ah, of the timeline. Right, okay. <laughs> but look, Tiffany Trump, she hasn't had much attention over the years, um, but they did give her a go. I'm not sure if anyone proofread her speech, though, because let's just say it was genuinely quite wacky. A country where our differences are embraced and the only country where the word dream has been attached to it. Yeah. That's right. America is a dream from which we'd all like to wake up. I mean, like, it's really funny because the American dream, that's always kind of like something to be criticised, right? Like, the American dream's like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's this false idea. And she's like, it's great because the word dream is next to American. Lean into it. But also, aren't the Republicans against the Dreamers Act, which gives citizenship to people who've come to yeah, America. that's their dream is no American dream for migrants. <laughs> is what that is. Um, but unfortunately, despite all this, the wacky stuff, um, it also turned a bit dark at the end, and this was pretty chilling. Have a listen. In America, your life is yours to chart. So if you're hearing these things and thinking to yourself, that is the kind of country that I want to live in. Well, whether you realise it or not, you are a Trump supporter. Ah! Oh, no. Hang on. Whether I'm thinking that I'm living a life that I want to live in, I'm a Trump supporter. You are. Sorry, Nina. (laughs) You're you're team Trump now. (laughs) Really, the bar is so low. What have you just just very confused by? Are you then a Trump supporter? Well, Tiffany had a dream that her dad would love her enough to put her on the bill at the RNC, and it came true. (laughs) Um, But look. It did turn a bit dark, and uh, the darkest of them all was Kimberly Guilfoyle. She's Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, and she's a former f- host on Fox News till she started dating Donald. I think that's called a corporate merger. Uh, have a <laughs> listen to what she had to say. They want to steal your liberty, your freedom. They want to control what you see and think and believe so that they can control how you live. So Donald Trump promised an uplifting event this week. She had her arms lifted up during that rant. I'm not sure. I don't think she got the memo that the whole event wasn't supposed to to seem like a creepy Nuremberg rally. Listen to this bit. They want to enslave you to the weak, dependent, liberal, victim ideology to the point that you will not recognise this country or yourself. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that does sound di- a direct quote from Mein Kampf. Are, are you sure that's the right speech? Oh, no, no, she can't She can't be like a dictator or anything. She's part Latino. She says that herself. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, she says, as an immigrant to this country, even though she was born in, Puerto in the Rico, United States. Yeah, which yeah. is technically the US. <sighs> but look, um, she did try to have some variety from the shouting to the empty void that she had. At one point, she actually tried to, to give the audience some encouraging affirmations to really build their sense of belief in themselves. It didn't quite go according to plan. You are capable. You are qualified. You are powerful and you have the ability to choose your life and determine your destiny. I mean, that is the world's most chilling self-help tape. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually use it to go to bed at night. (laughs) It's pretty calming. But the strangest part of her her speech, and it was six minutes of utter strangeness that's worth uh, watching, is this bit. If you want to see the socialist Biden-Harris future for our country, just take a look at California. The Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles in parks, riots in streets, and blackouts in homes. Now, the important detail to know about Kimberly Guilfoyle is that her ex- Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. Uh, so, I like that. That's that's the sort of equivalent of subtweeting somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Bebo to Donald Trump Jr. If you break up with her, she will burn you to the ground. Look, yeah, to, we'll see her at the next Democratic convention. That's right. <laughs> to her credit, she really tried to strike an optimistic and non-terrifying note at the end of her speech. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream. The Yeah, she failed. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing that makes me feel more hopeful than someone just screaming, the Mm. best is yet to come, at my face. I just... I am so happy. (laughs) Everything's good. (laughs) We've got a great show coming up. I'm going to actually do a quiz about the Republican convention later on. There are a lot of questions. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) What what have you got on, Nina? Um, I'm going to talk about the Free Britney movement. Ooh, and I'm going to explore a COVID outbreak at a nudist colony. But first of all, let's go to the news headlines with Rebecca Dayanumino. Contact tracers for the masked singer have hit a brick wall after failing to guess who the kitten is. Health officials have been pleading with the public to keep their masks on, which, in this case, has made it very hard to work out who is who. Rumours suggest that the kitten is in fact a person of colour, which has led Karl Stefanovic to deny his involvement. Former Prime Minister Tony Abbott has been appointed trade envoy for Great Britain in a sign that England has essentially just given up. On hearing the news, Australia offered the United Kingdom a special deal, which would see Australia Australia give them five ex-Prime Ministers for the price of one. Mr Abbott's first decision as trade envoy was to swap the nation's entire food supply for raw onions. That's the latest Chaser News. Thanks, Vic. Hey, Vic, are you excited about the new season of Fortnite that's about to drop? Oh, yeah, I love playing shoot 'em up computer games with adolescent boys. That's my favourite hobby. What do you reckon is going to be in the next season? Yeah, look, I reckon there'll be some extra guns, uh, a lot more emotes. I hope they bring the pump back. Oh, yeah, the pump was the best gun. So sad it was vaulted in season three. I can't agree more. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. The Chaser Report is sponsored by Kimberly Guilfoyle. I'm very excited about the slow creep of fascism in America. It's wonderful. 
Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Now, Charles and Nina, it's time for a look at, you know, this whole global crisis disaster thing. COVID Watch. In previous weeks, we've looked at all the crazy fines going on and just the general terribleness of all that is happening. But uh, I found out something this week that I thought I wanted to share with you. Just one little story from France. And this really intrigued me. Uh, There's been a massive COVID-19 outbreak at the world's largest nudist colony. It's called Cap d'Agde, Cap d'Agde, D-A-G-D-E, where they had a 30% positive test rate. Oh, my God. With 150 positive tests. And I thought we should look more closely. Uh, I think we should just look on the bright side. Yeah. 30% positive. Yeah, so positive. Yeah, absolutely. I love a positive French nudist. And and my question to you, to you, Charles Nina, is why do you think nudists would get COVID nineteen? My problem is I have so many potential answers that I can't decide which. What do you think? So what's the? But do they have to wear masks still? Like, is it? I think you've hit the first problem. Uh, for the first problem is <laughs> so uh, this is a huge, huge resort. It's massive. It's on the beach in France near Montpellier, and no one wears, well, anything, let alone At all. Oh, God. Uh. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's really bad. I guess you can't be a nudist and cover your mouth. That's one of the first rules of nudist club, I believe. (laughs) You're not allowed to wear clothes. Any clothes, (laughs) even masks. Ah, See, that's... Yeah, because is that to them, like, you know, overdressing? Mm. Is that, like... Sort of putting on a heavy coat when you go outside in the sun. Well, I mean, there is a sign at the beach that when you walk up, it's in multiple languages, and it says um, in French, it's nudité obligatoire, and it's a uh, naturism compulsory. And mm. So maybe you're not allowed to wear a mask even if you want to. Yeah, it's actually considered quite offensive to dress up to a nudist event with a mask. Now, I, I, but I just I thought that. Um like, do they have lots of sex? Is that the reason why they do it? See, or? Charles, you've hit on something here because um, what seems to be the case at, at Cup Dugged is that part of it is um, just naturist fro- frolicking and then the other part of it is just swingers fucking on the beach. And that, uh. I suspect <laughs> that that could be what it is. And the That's beach is the, the crucial 30%. Yeah, the, yeah. It's actually <laughs> divided into zones. And I gather that there's a, a huge schism, whereas the innocent naturists don't like being associated with the public sex mm. swinging though, so on. So, I must say, if I was a, went to the effort of being a nudist, mm. I think I'd be on the swingers side. Like, you go to the whole effort of taking off all your clothes in front of everyone, you might as well go, go the full... I don't understand nudists who just want to go, oh, well, there's nothing sexual about this. Like, really? Oh. No, I'm the opposite. Like, I would go straight to the frolicking. You know, just like an animal, just like a deer, like a Bambi. I'll just frolic in the woods. It'll be beautiful. Really? It'll be a great time. I don't know. I like... You're the... What's that beach in Coogee that's like a women's only beach where it's essentially like a nudist beach but like I just go there all the time and hang out and it's, it's the nicest thing but I think the key ingredient is no men yeah that's not a rule at this place I'm afraid okay. so, um, <laughs> I, think, I think that's perfectly demonstrated by the difference in opinion between <laughs> you and me so, I just have sex all the time so Charles your stance is look given that we're nude we might as well get into it yeah <laughs> yeah well, look, I, and Nina says, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to know more about what kind of place this is. So, of course, I did what everyone would do and looked at the TripAdvisor reviews. And, uh, a just person, the images, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, just for the images. And a person called Warren says, plenty of entertainment. It's up to you whether or not you participate. So, Charles, I think there are some CD old men at this place. Great. They fit right in. Yeah. 
I mean, if it's just seedy-old men <laughs> entertaining each other, I mean, that's that's beautiful, you know. Each Go for gold. I yeah. mean, this is the thing. And once once I got about 10 or 20 reviews in, I found one that says, look, to be frank, this has all changed. Everyone's 60-plus now. Oh, well, then you guys would fit in perfectly, even better. <laughs> I couldn't go there even if I was – even if I tried. Too young. I'm off on the young beach <laughs> next door with <laughs> no COVID. I, we all wear I, masks. We're all very conscious on the young person nudist beach. Can so, I come? So my question <laughs> is what – what changes do you think they need to make to get this outbreak under control? I mean, it's clearly it's one of the worst outbreaks in the whole of France. Mm. What do they need to do? I mean, if they are 60-plus, doesn't that put them in the, you know, the COVID, yeah. the immunocompromised... The death zone. The death zone. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. I actually think this is part of a global conspiracy to yes. kill off nudists. That's right. Maybe it's a death wish. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I mean, maybe there's something a lot darker going on with all those 60 year old nudists. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe they just don't want to die at home alone. Maybe they want to die on a beach with a bunch of other 60 year olds. Yeah, I died doing what I love, being part of a massive orgy on a beach. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. So we're all living in a kind of lockdown right now, but someone who's been living in their own personal lockdown for over a decade now is Britney Spears. Mm, Yeah. Poor Britney. Yeah, poor Britney. She's just a pop star. She just wanted to live. So what's the deal with that? Well, this week she's back in the news because she filed paperwork against her father to have him removed as her conservator. So basically back in 2008, Britney was placed under a conservatorship, which means her father started to control her finances and her life essentially because she was deemed too mentally unwell to take care of herself. And that was when she went through that whole breakdown where she shaved her head and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, Is she it? shaved her head. She hung out with Paris Hilton. There are shirts now that you can get that say, if Britney made it through 2007, you can make it through to this day. Yeah, I mean, I, I did feel so sorry for her back then, particularly when she was dating Kevin Federline, the world's <laughs> worst rapper. Well, I was going to say, my question for you is, I mean, is shaving your head, parting with Paris Hilton and marrying Kevin Federline, are these indications of being mentally unstable? No, I reckon she was just ahead of the time. Like That's literally what every millennial do- does. They sort of aspire to that, except maybe the Kevin Fiddler. Yeah. That, that is that's genuinely borderline mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Millsy from American Idol's done two out of three. <laughs> I mean, I've I've definitely started dressing like Kevin Federline, and I have shaved half my head during quarantine. Mm. So. Somebody lock me up. Um, <laughs> but uh, for a few years, I think it seemed kind of okay that Britney was in a conservatorship, you know, because she was she was going out, she was doing her Vegas residency, she was releasing new music. But about three years ago, people started to notice her Instagram was a bit strange. And I don't know if you guys, have you frequented Britney's Instagram oh, of course, at all? that's one of the only reasons I go on Instagram. It, it's truly, it's a sight to behold. There's, there was that video where she burned down her gym and she's kind of like, hey guys, so I burned down my gym because I left candles out and she's very vacant in the eyes, have you noticed? Ooh, okay. At all? Well. I must say, look, Nina, I, I'm not a, like, not on the Insta 
following Britney, but I, I now will. Thanks for the dib off. Like, I mean, are you, so she burnt down her entire gym. Yeah, she burnt down her gym and then she posted a video. She was like, yeah, so I burnt down my gym and all my equipment's gone, but now I have two weights, so I'm going to do a workout routine with those. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you did a workout I've regularly wanted to burn down my gym. And <laughs> was this seen as a sort of signal? Like, it was that sort of passive aggression against a conservatorship or something? Is that the idea? Yeah, so that's kind of what people are thinking. Um, back in 2018, uh, there was a podcast run by two comedians called Britney's Gram, and basically they took, like, all these, they looked at all the things on Britney's Gram, and they used to make jokes about them, because they love Britney, right? These, mm. like, two young girls, basically my age, that are Britney stands, but then in late 2018, the podcast got information from an anonymous source that Britney was actually in this conservatorship against her will, and the reason that she was posting erratic content was because she was being like sedated and she wasn't allowed to leave her house. And so now, all the people watching her Britney's Instagram think that she's sending like signals to people that she wants to be free. I mean, it's quite tricky, isn't it? Because uh, as means of uh, convincing the world that you're ready to be free and independent. Posting weird kooky shit is not a great way to signal that. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I can make my own decisions. Like when I decided to my, buy to myself burn, to burn my gym. gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the other thing is like the fact a podcast started the free Britney movement. I mean, like a comedy podcast, the most effective way to bring attention to an issue. Like, They're all we've got, Nina. They're all we've got. I know. Like what, no, what, what think, should we expose? Yeah, man? no, exactly. No, survey after survey shows that actually news satire is way more trusted than genuine, you know, journalistically, you know, like the New York Times has less brand trust than, John say, than, than John Oliver or, you know, The Tonight Show. I mean, The Chaser is probably, even though our slogan is news you can't trust, it's basically more trusted than any other, you know, journalistic institution is, in Australia. Is that why Fran Kelly keeps calling me? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Fran. It's more authentic if you just say what you are, which is news you can't trust. Yeah, if you're it's, fake news. You know, it, the, the people can trust that. It's certainly true that in trying to decide whether to actually watch the hours of the RNC, mm. like watching the Colbert summaries, you probably just cut to the good bits. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, yeah. Of, cli- a crips, a couple yeah. of clips are screaming and you know what you need to know. And it makes you feel less bad because you're like, People are making fun of them. So I think we need, yeah, you, I think you're right. We need to expose our own sort of Britney-style scoop. Mm. We really do. Yeah. So who who is trapped that we can, well, I'll tell you one person who's trapped who we should try and free. Who? It's Craig Rucastle. Oh, yeah. Oh, where's he? He's been taken, don't you know, he's been taken hostage. He used to be a comedian. He used to be really funny. Now he's been taken hostage. Hang on, Craig, you're telling me Craig Rucastle used to be a comedian? Yes. yes. I thought he was just that waste guy. Yeah, before he was earnest, before he before <laughs> yes. he somehow got the Hang sense on. that he could he, save the world. He used to be funny. Yeah, he used, to, he used to make fun of people like Craig Rucastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, he's been taken hostage by the Woke Brigade at the ABC and he keeps sending all these signals in his TV show saying, oh, no, you know, like, uh, I'm actually funny. I'm just trying to get out of here. Free Rui. Yes. Yeah, that should be our new hashtag. <laughs> I, you know, another comedian actually who's is really, really like in prison and mm. is uh, Chris Lilly. I mean, it is entirely his own fault, but still that's <laughs> where he is. I don't no. want to free Chris Lilly. No, jail, hashtag jail Lilly. Um, he probably used, burned down his gym just so he's got some black ash to use for his backstage <laughs> <show>. <laughs> 
Um, but let's let's get back to Britney Spears for a second. So a lot of people think that Britney's Instagram is the only way she's able to communicate with the outside world because she's not allowed to go out, she's not allowed to meet people. Right. And so there's actually been a few little theories about things she's done. So one person has commented on her TikTok, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And sure enough, Britney Spears posted a video caption wearing my favourite yellow top where she just walks past the screen, stares into the camera and just wears a yellow top. But hang on, like was her favourite colour previously yellow? Like <laughs> dated a more unambiguous <laughs> signal. Like if you, uh, if you need help, like wear a T-shirt that says, Help written on it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, she can't do that because then her conservator would see it and yes. they would. Try so and what stopped the conservative from reading the thing about wear yellow in your next video? Well, I don't know. Not enough. <laughs> Clearly they haven't got her right. eye on her, their eye on her. Um, yeah, so maybe she enough. needs to be placed in more lockdown. Maybe well, that's the problem. Unfortunately, her conservatorship has actually been extended till February 2021. The real indication to me that Britney Spears is um, – doing better mentally is that she did a post about wealth inequality in America. Ooh, gosh, yeah. that is off the rails. Yes. No, yeah, surely that's... that makes her much more hyper-aware than the rest of us. I feel like Britney's not well because she's incredibly rich. Like, people like Britney are supposed to pretend everything's all right. Yes, exactly. I mean, this is all fine, Nina, but you're saying that for many years she's been stuck at home, she can't go out, she can't meet anyone. We're all in that situation. <laughs> what colour do we wear to escape from 2020? <laughs> Yellow. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. This podcast is sponsored by Kimberly Guilfoyle. Is this loud enough? How about this? The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Now time for a very new quiz. Republican or Nazi? Okay, so this, this quiz, I'm going to tell you something that somebody has said and you have to guess whether the speaker is a Republican or a Nazi. Okay, very simple. I have one question. Why not both? <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, uh, with some of these, you, you could ask that question. But, no, these are genuinely – these are either Nazis from the 1930s, the German Nazis, mm-hmm. or uh, Republicans, you know, who've spoken in the last few days at the Republican convention. Okay. Let's start with an easy one uh, just to begin with. This person urged followers to read up on a Jewish plan to enslave the world's peoples and steal their land. Was that a Nazi or a Republican? I'm going with Republican because of the use of the word followers, which means to me that this is a question of the modern age. Ooh, okay. Yeah, what, because the Nazis didn't have followers? Yeah, I think Hitler had followers. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have, like, social media followers. Oh, okay, yeah. So no, it doesn't count. Very, there's no way Facebook would have blocked his page. That is very shrewd because, Nina, you are correct. That was Mary Ann Mendoza. She was a speaker scheduled uh, for the convention's second night um, who got canned after she sent out a tweet urging her followers to read up on the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which is an anti-Semitic text. There you go. So there you go. Okay, next question two. Okay, I'll put this one to Dom. Dom, they want to enslave you. This is a quote from this person. They want to enslave you to the weak, dependent, victim ideology to the point that you will not recognise this country or yourself. I recognise that from the RNC. 
Ah, uh, no, this quiz is going, you know too much. Yes, that was a Republican. That was Kimberly Guilfoy, who we, who we heard earlier on. Yes. Oh, Dom, you're, such, you're such a nerd. You did all the required reading. Except, Charles, you didn't deliver it properly. You've got to say it's shouting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They want to enslave you to the work. <laughs> that was a, Whoa, Kimberly <laughs> Guilfoy, where did you come that from? That was about 50% of her level, but yeah, nice one. Okay, next one, Nina. Yes. I play to people's fantasies. People may not always think big themselves, but they can still get very excited by those who do. I don't think that's a Republican or a Nazi. I think that's the girl I subscribe to on OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with Nazi, oh, just for variety. Close, but no, that was Donald Trump in The Art of the Deal. Oh, yeah. No, no, that no, wasn't. He didn't write that book. It was Tony Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was right. like, that was Donald Trump on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah that's Donald Trump's OnlyFans. But. Okay, next one, Dom. Tell a lie loud enough and long enough and people will believe it. Isn't that Goebbels? No. Is that an instruction Goebbels. or a <laughs> advice? I think that's a Nazi. It is a Nazi. It was uh, this fairly unknown Nazi called Adolf Hitler. Oh, Have you heard of him? Yeah. Okay, next yeah, one. Didn't he get dumped from the RNC schedule? Okay, <laughs> next one, Nina. That which is built in the mind is even more powerful than the brick and mortar that holds it together. Oh, see, brick and mortar, that's a very 1920s phrase, I feel like. So I'm going to go with Nazi. Incorrect. Ah, it was a Republican, um, Matt Getz from Florida, and that was in his speech on the first day of the convention. I know it's really hard to pick, isn't it? It's, it's actually quite difficult. Mm. You seem to be making a point here about the current Republican party. <laughs> in the end, okay, this is for you, Dom. In the end, you're measured not by how much you undertake, but by what you finally accomplish. What does that sound like? Oh, that sounds like Adolf to me. It does sound like Adolf, but it's actually Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, Nina, next one. Success is the sole earthly judge of right and wrong. Is that... I mean, like, does it even matter who it is at this point? Um, I'm going to say it's a Republican. Ah, oh, no, it was Adolf Hitler. Oh, Sorry. No. In his book, The Art okay. of Mind Deal. <laughs> It is not the neutrals or the lukewarms who made history. Which one is that? Not the nuclear. Interesting. I'm going to say it's the, you're back at the RNC. Nah, it's Adolf Hitler. Oh. <laughs> His ideas are so pervasive in 2020. Yeah. I like the okay. idea of him saying lukewarm. I was, lukewarm is such a funny word to me. Like the idea of someone putting it in a speech yeah. is very Look funny. Look and vum. Yeah, maybe it sort of works better in the original German. I think, but he was talking about um, painting his house, of course. He wasn't talking about... You know, well, he, radicalism. He loved painting. Yeah, he did. Okay, Nina. Painted dogs. The riots and the burning of cities was planned over two years ago in case all other measures to take down the leader failed. Well, this definitely feels Republican to me. Yeah, is that of- QAnon? Yeah, you no, know, it it's it's a supporter of QAnon. It's the uh, Twitter account Warn News that um, that the uh, Marianne Mendoza. Uh, Tweeted. That's the the tweet that she was referring ah, so that, to. See, that's why I thought it was Republican because I'm on Twitter and I've seen it before. Yeah, I got. I thought the burning of cities sounded a bit Nazi. But yeah, no, but, but I mean, to be fair to them, they were also into that. Okay, final question. You can both answer this one. Okay. Of course, uh, it, it, the quote is: "Of course, I will be called racist, but if it, if I can invite whom I want into my home." then I should have the right to have a say who comes into my country. Oh, I reckon RNC. That's yeah, a Republican. I'm saying Republican too because, like, they they would be, mm. you know, 
conscious of being called a racist. Whereas, like, I think Adolf Hitler would be <laughs> past really that. You know, he'd be like, well, obviously. Good guess. Unfortunately, it was pulling hands. Ah, should have known. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. This podcast is sponsored by Kimberly Guilfoyle. I don't know why I'm talking like this. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Well, that's about it for today. Although, hang on. We've got late-breaking news from Rebecca Dana Minow. Charles, when something happens 20 episodes in a row, <laughs> how can you possibly still be surprised? I'm shocked. I've got the memory of a goldfish. That is true. After weeks of denying any issues at the Brisbane Broncos, management has announced they have successfully dealt with all long-running structural culture issues by firing the coach. Thanks, Beck. That's the end of the show. Check us out at chaser.com.au and uh, we're on all the major social media platforms, including MySpace. What? Um, thanks to our producer, Mike Liberali. Um, and we're going to leave you with an ad for a very, very special new production. Everyone knows the Mars Singer set is now a coronavirus cluster. But don't worry, we're forging ahead. Introducing the Masked Masked Singer. I thought guessing the celebrity was hard when they were wearing a crazy costume. Now they're wearing a crazy costume, personal protective equipment and a surgical grade N95 mask. It's impossible. We've got 12 celebrities and 19 COVIDs. Who will win and who will get the virus? They called it the breakout show of the year should have called it the outbreak show of the year finally this goddamn show has some actual stakes that's tonight at <coughs> 7 30 <coughs> on channel 10 hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.